As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Wednesday, January 18th. I'm your host, Doug Reed. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed34. Always happy to chat, interact, uh, get any feedback, comments you have. Also, if you go to your podcast provider and rate and review the show, it would do me a lot of good to help promote the show, get more listeners, and get more coverage. This is Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't already, check us out at sportsethos.com. You can get our free packages, a list of all our podcasts, which cover basically every sport going. We even have disc golf podcasts lately, believe it or not, uh, from DFS to fantasy to wagering across all the major sports. And you can also see some of our packages uh, for all the same um, um, fans of, again, fantasy or wagering. Uh, there's lots of information there, so go to sportsethos.com. Before I get going, I do want to talk to you about one of our partners here it's at, at uh, Sports Ethos. It's called Thrive Fantasy. It's T-H-R-I-V-E. Basically, prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or go to thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets. You basically... Uh, pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. You score points when the, those props hit, and then you compare the other guy, other players uh, also doing the same. The players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money or the nightly prize pot. Uh, and if you're looking for more information on props, check out our Ethos uh, DFS team. We've got great uh, daily DFS basketball prop show. Uh, we've got wagering content and fantasy content, which includes a lot of prop information as well. So again, go to um, thrivefantasy.com or use their mobile app. And when you check out, use the, the code ethos and again, deposit match bonus. So um, big night, not a huge night, but a ton of games in the college basketball, a absolutely fantastic slate that um, I think I could bet on half the games. Uh, there's so many angles I was looking at. So anyways, let's get right at it. In the association, we start at 740 in the East. Atlanta Hawks are in Dallas. Dallas, two and a half point favorites. Total here, 233. When I look at the injury report, 
Uh, Luca is listed as probable. That kind of came out of nowhere. I don't even know why. Uh, he's. I don't think he's been on there lately. But uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and Josh Green are expected back. Listed as questionable. Hardaway is out. Maxi Kleber remains out. Um, this game is a stay away from me. I slightly lean Atlanta. If anything, I would take the Hawks here. Um, but um, Dallas is always a better team at home. And uh, I like I like the Hawks catching a few points here. It's still a little tight for me. So I'm actually uh, not on this game. Next game is in New York where the Wizards are in town. And uh, the Wizards come in. Or pardon me. The Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards are in town uh, to, get to play the Knicks. Knicks are five-point favorites. Total here, 224. On the injury list, nobody's out really for the Knicks. Uh, for Washington, Bradley Beal is available, so expected back. Uh, I've actually got this game opened at the Knicks minus six, so some money's come in on Washington. I'm actually looking towards uh, the Knicks. My model's got them about seven-point favorites, and uh, I'm just trying to see where any of the pro money is. Uh, when I look at the Knicks, I see... I see kind of split. I see more of the bets going towards the home Knicks, but more of the money on the on um, the Wiz. About fifty five percent of the money on the Wiz, so not a huge number, but slight lean towards them. Uh, and again, open at six. Now it's down to minus five. So uh, stay away from me. I would lean the Knicks though. Next game I uh, is in Memphis, where Cleveland is in town to play the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are seven and a half point favorite. Total here, 228. I actually grabbed this last night when it came out. Um, grabbed it six and a half. So I'm on the Grizzlies at minus six and a half. Got that on deep uh, at DraftKings. Uh, when I look at the injury reports uh, for Cleveland, and this is this is the big reason I jumped on it early, and uh, it's gone up even more. I wouldn't be surprised if it closes closer to eight or eight and a half. Donovan Mitchell is out. He was listed as questionable yesterday. He's out. Dean Wade remains out for the Grizzlies. Um... Nobody really, Danny Green remains out, and uh, everybody else is fairly healthy. Um, when I look at the, I'm just trying to pull up the numbers here too, on this game. Yeah, I look, I look at the, uh, I look at the bet, you got about 52% of the bets are favoring Cleveland, so just over half the public money is on Cleveland, but you have about 65% of the money is actually on Memphis, so most people are favoring the home Grizzlies. Really, with Mitchell out, I think it's a big angle. So I'm on the Grizz there at minus six and a half. It's currently minus seven and a half. I play to that as well. I wouldn't go much beyond eight. Uh, the next game I'm also on Indiana is in Orlando or is in Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. Thunder three and a half point favorite. Total here is two thirty nine. When I look at the injury reports, uh, as I pull it up here for the Pacers, uh, Tyrese uh, Halliburton remains out, which is obviously the big angle for them when betting against or for them. On the OKC side, Pokashevsky and uh, Robinson are all remain out. And obviously, Chet Holmgren is out for most of the year. Uh, when I look at the money here, I see uh, this game opened at minus four. It's uh, minus three and a half now. So, obviously, some money was coming in um, on the – sorry, yeah. It opened minus four. It's at minus three and a half now. Uh, but I still see about 70 – just under 70% of the bets coming in on OKC and about 84, 85% of the money on the Thunder. So, the pro money – obviously, the public's on – OKC, but the pro money is on OKC as well. So happy to back, happy to be on that side and taking OKC at minus three and a half. The next game in New Orleans, Miami is in town for the Heat. Uh, sorry, the, the spread here, th- th- uh, the Heat are three and a half point favorites, total here 220. For the Heat, Kyle Lowry is available and back, and I've heard he will 
expected to play. Um, Caleb Martin is available. Duncan Robinson is out, as is your seven, but he's been out for a while for New Orleans. Uh, obviously, Ingram is still out. Zion Williamson is out. Herb Jones is doubtful. And I can't really get a feel on this game. At first, I was on New Orleans, and obviously with, with Ingram out, I, you know, I knew Williamson was out, but Ingram out as well, uh, it's kind of kind of tough to back them. I don't usually like the heat on the road. So kind of a stay away game for me. Uh, the numbers are kind of split. I see 52% of the bets coming in on the heat, 56% of the money. So line opened up at, a, at the heat minus one and a half last night. And even then I was looking at it and I, I just don't like the heat on, on the, on the road. Obviously money's come in on them because they've been dropped down to three and a half. So um, stay away from me. 810, the Charlotte is in Houston. Battle of the cellar dwellers, let's call it, to play the Rockets. The Hornets are two and a half point favorites. Total here is 237. Uh, stay away game for me. Just can't get a grasp on really either of these teams and what to expect. If anything, um, if anything, I would lean the home Rockets. My model has this about a Charlotte just under one point favorite, so take the home team. Rockets have are pretty healthy. Kevin Porter's list is questionable. For Charlotte, oh, look at that, Gordon Hayward, doubtful. I don't understand that. Just mark the guy out. He hasn't played in, what, 10 days, and he's probably going to be out for a while more. Um, anyways, Cody Martin is doubtful, and Kelly Oubre is out. So uh, not a lot of angles here. I would take the Rockets, catching two and a half points at home. Um, don't really have much of a feel. The third last game of the night is in Utah. This is another strange one. Where the Jazz are eight-point favorites. Uh, I think this thing opened at about six last night, and I was debating jumping on it. Yeah, it opened at six last night, and I was debating jumping on it. But I was watching the Clippers game. They're playing a good game. Um, they ended up losing to Philly, kind of dump, uh, crapped out down the end. But um, the big guys are both there, and I'm thinking, but they're not both going to play tomorrow. There was some rumor that Kawhi is going to play back-to-back soon. Um, but sure enough, six points. I'm thinking the Jazz. Don't really want to back them at six points, and um, they're fairly healthy, um, but not really sure about Laurie Marketing. If I knew he was playing, I probably would have been on it. But anyways, went to bed, stayed away. Early today, it drops to eight, and basically it's on the news. That I expected and should have figured it was going to happen is both Kawhi and Paul George are out. Uh, John Wall also out. Uh, Ivaka Zubac is listed as questionable now as well for Utah. Uh, marketing is available. Olenek is out. So lines jumped to eight. Uh, too much for me to play. When I look at this, I, when I look at the numbers, I see uh, about just under 60% of the, the bets are coming in on the Clippers and the money split 50-50. So the pros don't really even know where to go on this side, I would say. Um, if anything, they're a little more pro money's coming in on Utah, but they probably grabbed that at the minus six, a lot of that as well. So stay away from me. Denver. Is hosting Minnesota at 10-10 in the East. Nuggets, 9.5-point favorite, 238.5 is the total for the Nuggets. Murray is probable. Bones Highland is probable. And Jeff Green is doubtful uh, on the Minnesota side. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns is out. Rudy Gobert has been ruled out. And Edwards is questionable. Uh, so this line opened, I think, about 8.5 yesterday. And it's moved to 9.5 with the news that Gobert is out. Uh, just too big a number for me to lay. I like Denver. I like them to win. But uh, at that price, especially, it's a little it's a little steep. I mean, 
hard, hard to tell what Minnesota team is going to show up on the road. They're, they're never all that strong. Um, Denver is on the second half of two home games. They played a home game last night. So um, can't, I, I can't in good conscience really lean either way on this one. It's a complete stay away from me. Last game of the night is in L.A. where the Lakers are hosting the Sacramento Kings. The, the Kings are two-point favorites here. 246.5 is the total. And when I'm looking at the money, I see see about 60% of the bets are on the home Lakers. No surprise. And about 56% of the money is on the Lakers. Uh, oh, this line opened at plus three. Well, for the Lakers, drop down to plus two. So obviously money's come in on L.A. I would... Um, I'd actually probably back the Lakers here. Um, when I look at the injury report, AD is out, but LeBron is questionable. Shocking, uh, but expected to play. Austin Reeves out, Lonnie Walker's out for Sacramento. Uh, all fairly healthy. I just think the Lakers at home uh, have the ability to keep this close and cover as the underdog. So not on this game, but um, I would lean the Lakers if I had to. Going to take a quick break. When we get back, going to hit that fantastic college Basketball schedule and then the ice in the NHL. All right, on to college basketball. There are 39 games, but some fantastic games with typical Tuesday night in college basketball. We start at 6 p.m. in the East. Bucknell is traveling to Army to play the Black Knights. Black Knights come in five and a half point favorites, 143 and a half is the total. I'm actually on this game. Uh, I see Army winning this by probably six or seven. And so do most of the pros, I think. Uh, when I look at the numbers, I see a couple sources I'm looking at here. Uh, at FanDuel, I see about 67, call it two-thirds of the bets, are on Army. Uh, the other source I'm looking at, there, 81% of the bets are Army. Uh, FanDuel, just over 70%. And the other source, about 75% of the money. So the Joes and pros are both backing the Black Knights here. Uh, Bucknell's just really struggled. Uh, they are 0-6 in Patriot League play, 1-8 on the road. They've lost eight straight. Army's 5-1 in Patriot League play, 4-2 uh, at home. And I just think they are a better shooting team. Uh, the right now, their Army's eighth in effective field goal percentage. Uh, when it comes to two-point percentage, they're 16th best in the country, hitting 56.3. And Bucknell allows 47.6%, which is 104. So they're better than average defending the two-point shot, but Army's been really good at it. And the flip side, the more important, not the flip side, the more important uh, stat is three-point field goal. Army is hitting 37.9% of their shots, which is 25th best in the country. And Bucknell is allowing 34.1, which is 253rd worst. So Army's got a better offense. Bucknell's got a worse defense. Army's at home. Uh, all the pro money's backing this number that has stayed pretty static, came out at minus five and a half and has remained there. So I'm actually on uh, the Black Knights tonight. Next game, Hartford at Morgan State. I was really close to pulling the trigger on this. Uh, Morgan State, 13.5 point favorites, 136.5 is the total. Um, this isn't so much a backing of Morgan State, uh, who's getting anywhere between, I guess, 50 to 55, 60% of the money uh, in the bet. So it's kind of a split in the market. 
I think it's because the number's so high. Uh, it's just more of a bet against Hartford. Hartford's really struggled lately. And at 13 and a half, I almost took it at 13 and a half. If this gets down to 12 and a half, this were to drop, I don't think it will. This isn't going to be a highly bet game. It's not going to be a ton of huge movement on this. If this were to get below 13, I would be on Morgan State, but I'm staying away for now. Next game, 6 p.m. in the East. UMBC is, in, is at UMass Lowell. UMass Lowell comes in as four-point favorites. Uh, 148 and a half is the total. And I'm actually on UMass in this game. Um, when I look at, where am I? Sorry, I'm just trying to pull this game up here. When I look at what these guys have done recently, um, I think U- UMass is a slightly better offense. Well, probably about the same offense. Sorry, maybe UMBC gets a slightly in an offense, adjusted efficiency a little better. F- effective field goal rate. Uh, UMass is hitting 53.4%. That's 50th in the country. UMBC is 52.7, 72nd in the country. So both quite quite good. Difference is on defense. UMass is 16th best in effective field goal uh, rate allowed in the country, whereas UMBC is 321st. They're allowing a ton of points. Uh, Three-point field goals, UMass is hitting 37.6%, 34th best in the country. Now, they don't shoot a ton of them. doesn't represent a ton of their offense. Um, but they're hitting them quite well. And UMBC is allowing 39.9, 356th worst, one of the worst uh, in the country. Uh, Then a defense of two-point field goals, uh, UMass is the number one defense in the country, only allowing 41%. Now, UMBC hits 51.8, which is 109th best in the country, so uh, top third of the country for them offensively, but UMass is strong defensively. So UMass... Better defensive team, uh, maybe slightly into UMBC on the offense. Uh, they're playing at home, getting a, getting four points. When I look at the numbers, I see um, most of this money, the pro money. There's about sixty percent of the bets on. So, sorry, sixty percent of the money on UMass at FanDuel. I've got a little bit more lean, closer to sixty percent on on UMBC. Uh, and we'll get both both sites, most of the money, 65% of the bets is coming in on uh, UMass. So I like UMass Lowell. Uh, I just think they're a better defensive team. They're at home and should be able to cover this small number. Next game should be a great game in the Big East. UConn is at Seton Hall. UConn comes in five-point underdog total here, 135.5. I'm not on this game. Uh, UConn looked like they turned it around kind of late December, early January, and everybody thought, you know, they're getting a little healthier. Or not, they're getting a little healthier. Um, they're, sorry, they hadn't really turned around. They did well, then they then they had a couple games that weren't looking so good, and they're right back at it. Then they went on the road, and they struggled uh, in the last couple of weeks. UConn in the last, um, as much as they come in with a great record, 15-4, just 4-4 four and four in the Big East, and they're uh, one and one and four in their last five. They they lost at Xavier. They lost at Providence. They won at home against Creighton. They lost at Marquette. Then they won against St. John's. They've lost their last three Big East road games. They're struggling on the road now. I don't think Seton Hall is going to be that much of a challenge, but they just lost to St. John's at home. St. John's is ranked lower than Seton Hall, um, so I think laying this many points is a few too many. Not really. On this game, like I said, I'm not on this game, um, but if I were, I would lean towards Seton Hall. Right now I see about 83, at FanDuel, about 83% of the bets are on Seton Hall and about 56% of the money is on 
uh, Seton Hall. So I would lean to the plus five at Seton Hall, but I'm not going to be on this. In the Big Ten, 7 p.m. in the East, we have Ohio State traveling to Nebraska. The Buckeyes come in six-point favorites. Total here is 137. Uh, I'm not on this game either. I like Ohio State to win. They're the better team. They've been struggling a little bit lately. Uh, I just think that laying that, that many points in the Big Ten is a few too many. So if anything... If anything, I would take Nebraska plus six. I'm not on it, but I take Nebraska plus six. The next game uh, I am on the ACC. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Virginia Tech is in Virginia, and the, um, the Cavaliers five and a half. The home Cavaliers five and a half point favorites. Total here one twenty six and a half. Um, when most models I look at uh, were on the Virginia side, I think what am I? What I have here? Uh, Ken Palm has it by seven. Has Virginia by seven. Uh, Torvik has it by about six, so slightly over. And when I pull up uh, Jeff Sagrin's model, he had it, I think, also for Virginia. Sorry about that. I thought I had this. Yeah, he's got Virginia at about five, so a little closer. Um, I just like the way that the Cavaliers are playing. Uh, I think on defense, I mean, Virginia Tech's a good team. Obviously, on the road, they're a little more challenged. And Virginia is obviously very strong at home. When I look at the betting splits, I see a small lead towards uh, small lean towards Virginia. About seventy percent of the bets on the home Cavaliers, but about fifty-five percent of the money is on Virginia. So I'm on that side as well. I'm trying to pull up the FanDuel numbers, can't seem to find the game on FanDuel, which is odd. It makes for good listening. I understand. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so I've got about uh, – I found a little more of the bets are on Vautech, about 55%, uh, but still 56% of the money is on Virginia. So the pros are back in Virginia. I'm on Virginia. This game opened about 6.5, dropped the 5.5, but so happy to get the better number with the Cavaliers. Next game I'm on, too. I jumped on this. What I thought I was jumping on this early, and the damn line didn't move. Uh, Seven Bram East Pittsburgh is in Louisville to play the Cardinals. And Cardinal. Um, this is that I'm, I'm not. I was a little more confident in it last night, but I'm still thinking um, that Pittsburgh is not just a better team, but a much better team. And the way Louisville has been playing uh, all year, they are they. Um, you know, other than one game against Kentucky, they've been brutal pretty much all year. So they lost. They kept it close at Kentucky, and then Kentucky pulled away late. That's who it was. Um, they lost at Clemson by seven. That was a game I think people thought it was going to be tighter uh, than what it was. But, you know, their last game against North Carolina – this is Louisville. Last game against North Carolina, they lost at home by 21. They lost at home to Wake Forest by eight before that. Just Syracuse. Kept it close against Syracuse. Lost by one. Um I just and, and I think Pittsburgh's been playing well. Uh, I think Pittsburgh's better than Wake, better than Syracuse. Uh, I think they could give Clemson a, a, a run, uh, certainly in the home court they will. So I just think Pittsburgh's the better team. When I look at the betting splits, um, I see about 67%. Two-thirds of the money is on Pitt, and two-thirds of the money – two-thirds of the bets are on Pitt, and two-thirds of the money um, are on on Pitt. When I go to FanDuel, this is interesting. I see 95% of the bets on Louisville, but 77% of the money is on Pitt. So a huge signal there 
that the pros are on uh, the side of Pitt. 77% of the money on Pitt, but 95% of the bets on FanDuel are on Louisville. So I think everybody's thinking the home Louisville Cardinals will um, bounce back. Uh, and maybe they do. Uh, you know, they can't crap the bed all season long. Pittsburgh's been playing well. I like the way Pittsburgh's been playing. Uh, I think, you know, if they'd have stayed awake, what, about a week ago, they could have beaten Duke at Duke. They ended up losing, but they're winning at halftime and winning early in the second half. Uh, and they're coming in off a 11-point win at Georgia Tech last Saturday. So they come in 12-6, and 5-2 and two overall. I like them to win. It's a big number. I like them to cover by 10 or more. Next game, the SEC, Auburn is in LSU. Auburn comes in 4.5-point favorites over the Tigers. 137.5 is the total here. Stay away from me. Um, straight up, I like Auburn. LSU has looked uh, not so good lately. And they just got blown out uh, while it was on the road recently. I just don't like taking Auburn on the road. Uh, they're a much different team. They're a real Jekyll and Hyde team. And if it were maybe a point or two less, I could be behind that. Yeah, LSU uh, lost by 40 at Alabama. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 40 on Saturday. Guess we could have stayed home and skipped that game, eh, boys? Uh, I don't know if they win this game. Uh, I just don't know that they lose it by five or more. So uh, stay away from me. Should be a good game. Will be a good game. Uh, place is pretty lit usually down in LSU, uh, so I think this will be a good crowd. St. Louis travels to Loyola, Chicago. The Billikens come in six-point favorites. 143.5 is the total here. Uh, St. Louis got some guys injured. I was on I, I was on them at first. I looked uh, at them. Uh, line open minus five. It's gone up to minus six, so obviously some money's come in on, the, on Loyola. And... Um, Sorry, on St. Louis. And I still see 76% of the bets on St. Louis, 77% of the money. I think this is just public money. I think people are thinking St. Louis is a really good team. Loyola is struggling, which they are. No arguments here. Um, but I don't think they're that good a team. Too Way too inconsistent for me. Um, could they win and cover? Sure. But uh, stay away from me. What I think is probably, well, 
if not the best, one of the best games of the night, and I'm still not on it, but I'm waiting, is TCU travels to Morgantown to play the Mountaineers of West Virginia, the home uh, Mountaineers. Two and a half point favorites, 148 and a half is the total. And I know my buddy Blake Lawatch, and if you haven't followed him, you got to check him out on Twitter. Uh, he runs our wagering division here. His Twitter handle account is at Blake Lawatch, which is Blake, uh, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. Check him out on Twitter. He's always tweeting stuff during the night. Uh, he's got a great record for um, college ball this year, too. Um, but I know he's on TCU. Uh, please on t- I'm pretty sure he's on TCU tonight, uh, catching those two and a half points. And I think I'm probably going to get there. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Uh, when I look at the betting splits, this line opened about two at minus two. I see about two thirds of the bets coming in on TCU and about 56% of the money. So, um, a little bit m- more of a lean towards the public money there. Um, I just think TCU is a better team. Well, they're a better team, and the, the, the only reason I'm staying away from this game right now is I got to get my head around this. West Virginia is 0 and 5 um, in, big, in Big 12 play. Uh, 0 and 5. They lost. So here, here's here are their games in their in their five games. They lost at Kansas State by six in overtime. Well, Kansas State just beat Kansas. They're looking like one of the best teams in the country. They lost by seven at Oklahoma. No shame in that. They lost by uh, 14 at home to Kansas. Not a great loss, but you know Kansas is going to be one of the top teams. Uh, they lost by five at home to Baylor last week, and they lost by one at Oklahoma on Saturday. So a lot of close games. You know they're they're, they're at the bottom of the uh, Big 12, but they are they can beat anybody I think or almost anybody. So uh, a little tough to go against them at home. And Morgantown is not an easy place to get to. Flip side of that is TCU's three and two. Uh, they started out a little cold. The start, well, not cold. They're fourteen and three overall, but they didn't have a great start this season. Uh, and then they seemed to right the ship. At home, um, they beat Texas Tech by six. They then went to Baylor and won by one. They then lost uh, in an upset to Iowa State at home by two. And then they lost by four at Texas. And then they beat Kansas State at home um, quite handily by 14. That's a hell of a hell of a good win. That was last Saturday. Now they are – sorry, I think I said they're at home a few minutes ago. They're obviously not. They are away. Um, I'm surprised that this number is what it is. And I'm going to watch it. If it gets to three, I'm on it for sure. And I might be on it by two and a half anyways. Uh, but just watching for now. Next game, Lafayette is at American. Uh, American four and a half point favorites. I'd lean American here, total 123. Florida at Texas A&M. Love this game, and I'm on A&M. They're, they're minus three and a half point favorites. 137 and a half is the total. Uh, A&M comes in 12 and 5, 4 and 0 in the SEC play. Florida comes in 10 and 7, 3 and 2 in SEC play. These guys met January 14th at Florida. A&M won by three. Now, in a back-to-back, this isn't a back-to-back, but in the second game, I don't always don't always like to take the team that won the first game. Uh, but what you often see is they, they reverse course, and when the, then the other team gets home, they put out a better effort. But A&M already won at Florida. So I like uh, I like them to sweep the, se- the season series. When I'm looking at the betting splits, uh, the betting splits are with me too. Uh, about 60, just over 60%, 63% of the money, is 62% of the money, pardon me, is on A&M. 63% of the bets are on A&M. So uh, happy to have that 
the pro money behind what I'm thinking as well. And I'm going to ride with the Aggies there. Gardner Webb travels to Longwood. Longwood's five and a half point favorites, uh, 133 in total. Don't really have a great feel for this game. Webb's been playing all right, but struggled a little lately. I'd probably lean Gardner Webb on the road, catching five and a half. 7 p.m. East Carolina travels to Temple. Uh, temp- East Carolina comes in nine point favorites, 135 and a half. And I actually like, um, I like East Carolina here. Um, they've, they've been up and down all year, but um, I just think laying nine points at Temple. Temple shouldn't be laying nine to any, well, to many teams. And um, not really, not on this game, but if I were, I'm definitely just a lean on East Carolina. Colgate goes into Holy Cross. Colgate, 13.5 point favorites, total 142.5. I'm on Holy Cross, plus 13.5. Colgate's a better team, much better team. I just don't like laying, to be honest with you, in the Ivy League more than 10 points, even with Colgate, who is definitely, you know, double digits better, maybe. Nine, 10 points, maybe. Not really willing to lay almost two field goals here with Colgate. Duquesne travels to St. Bonaventure, where the Dukes are one point favorite total here is 139 uh this is stay away from me i would lean towards uh duquesne or pardon me i would i would lean towards uh st bonaventure just just simply taking the home team i don't really have a great angle on this i think these teams are probably fairly equal uh duquesne's been playing a little bit better lately but uh i would just take the bonnies in the point cincinnati's in south florida south florida's plus four I really looked hard at this game and i may be on it um I just don't – I don't have faith in Cincinnati uh, being that consistent the team. At home, I would definitely be on that, but being on the road, um, laying, laying four points is, is one or two too many for me. So I might be on uh, South Florida. Definitely lean plus four. Total here is 142. It's a stay away from me. Um, next game, we have Presbyterian at US, USC Upstate. Uh, not a game I really looked at much. If anything, I would lean upstate. I think they're the better team. They're at home. They're laying five points, 132.5. Sanford is at uh, East Tennessee. Sanford comes in laying five points, 141. I think that's a few too many. Sanford's been playing well, but I would lean to ETSU uh, laying the five at home. Furman and Chattanooga. Looked at this game for quite a while. I couldn't quite get there. Chattanooga's one point favorite. 152 and a half. Uh, I, I would take the mocks. I'd be on Chattanooga here. Uh, I think Furman's just getting the public money because a lot or a lot of people are thinking they're one of the better, and they are, one of the better mid-major teams out there. Uh, but I think Chattanooga's tough, and I think they're uh, uh, going to be even tougher at home. So I would lean to the mocks here, uh, catching the one one point. When I look at the um, when I look at the splits, it kind of goes against what I'm saying right now. The betting uh, total is about 50-50, but most of the money, about 80% of the money is coming in on Furman. So, um, sorry, I think I said the mocks are catching a point. They're laying a point. Furman's one point underdog. So, not on that game, but should be an interesting one. Bradley is at Indiana State. I'm actually on this. I'm actually on Indiana State. Indiana State, the home team is two-point favorites. Total here is 140. Um, when I look at the numbers, I see about 70% of the bets coming in on uh, Indiana State and about 73% of the money on Indiana State. Uh, I just think they're the better team, uh, especially at home. And this number started trying to find out the number. The number opened minus one, so more money has come in on Indiana State. It's now minus two. Uh, but I still think I'm going to be back. I am going to be back. I've already 
got it in on uh, where did I get them? Minus two on Bet Rivers. DK, I think, had it. It's still about minus three. So I stayed away from there. Shop around. I think, you know, I haven't talked about that in a while, but uh, especially with some of these games, not a lot of wagering um, compared to the NBA, for example, not a lot of wagering on college ball. So you have different sites. They're going to get different monies in. They're trying to manage their risk. You're going to get a wider variety of numbers. Uh, so shop around and see what you can get. Indiana State, as I said, I got a minus two. I see a couple minus two and a half, minus threes there. So I think uh, happy with the minus two line. Next game, quickly go through these next three. Winthrop is at high point. High points, one and a half point favorites. Uh, just here, a home, lean to the home uh, team. Not much of an angle. Don't really have a good feel for either of these guys. Wofford is at Western Carolina. Wofford, a two-point favorite, 137 and a half is the total. Uh, I'd lean to Western Carolina. Again, the home team. I think this is, this is a fairly even game. Um, so, on the home, Western Carolina. UNC Asheville travels to Charleston Southern. UNC Asheville, three-point favorite, 145. I think they're the better team, and I think they should be favored by probably four or five, so I'd lean UNC Asheville. Boston University travels to Navy. Navy's two-and-a-half-point favorite total here, 135. Um, I actually lean Navy. BU's been playing well. Um but I think Navy, I might actually be on this game. Right now I see it at minus 105. I should probably jump on that quickly if I am. Um, I just think Navy is a better team. They're at home. They're stronger at defense. When I look quickly look at the betting splits, I see 72% of the bets on Navy, 82% of the money on Navy. So definitely uh, lean towards uh, Navy over BU. And I think I'll probably be jumping on that one too when I'm done this show. Radford's in Campbell. Radford, one and a half point favorites, 127 and a half total. Uh, I've got no faith in Radford. Uh, they've burned me a few times. I've only bet on them a couple times this year, but not with a lot of success. So uh, not, to, not to say recency bias should come into uh, your handicapping, but I think, you know, I think this is a fairly even game. And when I see an even game that I can't get aside either way, when you get a home team uh, catching a point and a half, you go with them. Missouri State is at Drake, uh, 8 p.m. East. Drake is a seven-point favorite. This should be quite a game. Uh, and I'm actually looking toward to Drake. I just think it's maybe a couple points too many. I see about 70% of the bets on Drake, 76% of the money. So, obviously, there's some big money supporting Drake. Um, 128.5 is a total. Not there yet. If this line moves, um, actually, it's at minus 105 on DraftKings, so it's probably not going to move in my favor. If it goes up, I'm definitely not on it. Uh, we'll look a little later about on Drake. Uh, quickly, I'm going to skip a couple of these games because I'm not sure that there's a lot of interest in, in the number of them. SMU uh, is at Tulsa. SMU is minus three. 146.5 is a total here. Uh, I think this is a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm leaning towards Tulsa. I think this is more a function of Tulsa's recent struggles, have people a little bit down on them. So they're 0 and 5 in uh, American, Con American Athletic Conference play, uh, and they have lost six straight games. So they have been struggling uh, for sure. Uh, they are at home, though. Uh, they lost by four points to Temple last week at home, uh, got crushed by Houston at home, but most of so. Two of their four of their other six losses have been on the road, and SMU has not exactly been a juggernaut themselves. So they come in one and four um, on the road. They they got crushed at Houston, but who doesn't? Uh, they got crushed at UCF. The last two games they lost at home to Tulane, lost at home to Cincinnati. So not exactly a battle of the AAC heavyweights here. 
And like I said earlier, uh, Gamma don't really have a huge angle on either way or a huge uh, deciding factor either way. And the home team is catching three points. I'm on Tulsa. Xavier travels to DePaul. To, uh, the X-Men find themselves nine-point favorites. Xavier comes in minus nine, 156.5 here. Uh, I lean DePaul. Not on this game. I lean DePaul. I see most of the money going the other way, about 72% of the bets on Xavier, about two-thirds of the money on Xavier. And I get it. Uh, they are the better team. Uh, when I, funny thing is, no, so when I, when I look at FanDuel, though, I've got about 69% of the bets on DePaul and about 67% of the money on DePaul. So it depends what site you're looking at. Uh, I think Xavier's – obviously, Xavier's the better team. I think they should be able to win. I think laying nine points is too many. Uh, if this were six or seven, I think that's more in line with where it should be. Another Big East battle. Providence is in Marquette. Marquette, seven and a half point favorites. 150.5 is the total. 150.5. Uh, I like Marquette here. I don't like them laying seven and a half points. So this game's a stay away from me. I think it's probably five, six point game. Um, but I'm not really willing to back Providence uh, on the road. They have their struggles lately. Uh, I was quite a fan coming into the new year. They haven't played great uh, lately, so I'm going to stay away from this game. Arkansas Arkansas is at Missouri, and I actually grabbed this over yesterday. What did I grab it at? I think I grabbed it at 153 or so. It's at 153.5 is the total. Um, and... Yeah, 153.5 total. Missouri's two-point favorite. Uh, and I'm actually looking to, to grabbing Missouri as well. When I look at the numbers here, uh, Missouri and Arkansas, I see 70%, 65-70% of the bets are on uh, Mizzou, but 85 to almost 90% of the money is also on Mizzou. Uh, and then when I go to the totals, I see... Oh, sorry, just trying to flip through here. Uh, so I'm actually going to probably get some money down on Missouri a little bit later. Um, I think they're the better team. They're at home, and I think they can easily cover this. And I think it's going to be obviously a high-scoring game. When I look at the totals uh, over, I see about 70%, 72% of the money on the over and 78% of the bets on the over. This opened at 156.5. I'm surprised. Come down to 153. And when I look at uh, the analytic tools I use, most of them are on the over too. So I've got Ken Palm, I'm try, just trying to pull a game up here, is at 161. I've got Bart Torvik's site uh, at, where are we here, Arkansas and Missouri, at 164. And then I've got um, Sagarin at... Let's see, where are you? Let's see. At about 157. So all of them are over. Uh, a few of them are over by a fair bit. So uh, at 153.5, I'm definitely going to be on the over this game. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be jumping on. Um, my screen just reset on me. What the hell happened there? Um. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on Missouri here, the home team, minus two. I just think they're the better team. It should be a high-scoring game. Final game. I don't know what is going on with my screen here. I'm going to take a second here and figure this out. I'll be back in a second. Okay. We're back. 
for a few more games. Utah Tech, 9 p.m. in the East, travels to Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon's 13.5 point favorites. 135 here is the total. And I think I lean Utah Tech. I like Grand Canyon, and apparently their stadium is uh, gets quite the crowd. So it would be a great place to eventually get to one day. Um, but I just think that's, that, that's too many points. So on Utah Tech, plus 13. Oklahoma travels to Oklahoma State to play the Cowboys, the in-state rival. Uh, State is favored by two, 128.5 here. And I'd be with Oklahoma State, too. But when I look at the betting splits, uh, 56% of the bets on Oklahoma, 54% of the money in Oklahoma State. So it's pretty even, fairly even split. Pros are obviously leaning towards the home Cowboys, uh, laying two points. So I would lean that way, too. Don't have a great feel for it. Um, May pull the trigger later, but I like Oklahoma State. Oregon is in California to play the struggling Cal Bears. Oregon, eight and a half point favorite, 130 and a half is the total. And I like Oregon to win here. I just don't like laying eight and a half points on the road. I don't care how bad Cal's been playing lately. Um, you know, I think they win by two possessions. Uh, so if anything, I'd lean Cal plus eight and a half. Last game of the night, San Diego. This should be actually quite a good game. San Diego State, four and a half point uh, favorites travel to Colorado State to play the Buffaloes. 141 is the total. Uh, if anything, I would lean towards San Diego uh, State. Not really a huge lean or not really a huge uh, backer of this here. Uh, I think they win. I think that's probably about the right number, about four or five. So four and a half point favorites. I would lean Colorado State. I don't like going against Buffaloes at home. Uh, I see about 80% of the money is on Colorado State at minus four and a half. Pardon me. Pardon me. 80% of the money is on San Diego State at minus four and a half. 64% of the bets uh, are coming in. So the money's on uh, San Diego State, but kind of stay away from me. Just a little, not too many. Like I said, this is pretty much right on where I think it should be. So, um, Gonna keep gonna stay away from that. So that wraps up the NCAA card. Uh, gonna head to the ice in the NHL and for some interesting games, or I think they're interesting games at least. And we start at 7 p.m. 7:08, of course. 7:08. How could I make that mistake? Uh, and these Pittsburgh is in Ottawa to play the Senators. And the it's actually, which is odd, uh, an even 110 on both sides. Uh, it's basically a pick them. Total here is six. I would lean, and I do lean towards the Penguins. I might grab this at minus 110. Not very often you're going to get Pittsburgh at minus 110. Next game, 738. What's with all these eights? First three games, four of the, four of the five games ended in eight. Anyways, I'm missing something, but I'll figure that out eventually. 738 in these. The Bruins of Boston are in New York to play the Islanders. So you can get the road Bruins minus 195. The home Islanders at plus 165. Uh, all the money here coming in on on Boston. I just can't lay that money on the road. Um, so kind of stay away from me. I would lean towards Boston as well. Total here is five and a half. Juice to the under uh, over the over at minus 120. You can get it under five and a half plus 100. So going to stay away in that game. Uh, what should be a great Western Conference matchup is in Calgary. Colorado's in town at 938. And you get the home flames minus 155 on the money line. You get the road abs at plus 135. I think it's probably some value on the avalanche. To me, this game's kind of a toss-up. Uh, you got to lean to the flames because they're the home team. Uh, but when I quickly look, I see at FanDuel, at least, I see 
90% of the money on the money line is coming in at Colorado and 85% of the bets are coming in on Colorado. So clearly the public and the pros are batting are backing the abs. Uh, the other side I'm looking at, I see about 70% of the money and uh, 60% of the bets on the abs. So everybody's on the abs. And I think, I think that's place. That's the way to go. At plus 135, you're getting uh, – it opened at plus 120. It's moved up for the apps at plus 135. So I might put a, a bit down on that as well. Um, I like the apps at plus 135. Next game is also out west. Uh, Vancouver is hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning minus 170 in the money line. The Canucks plus 145. Um, Got to lean towards the Lightning 170. Uh, total here is seven. That's a stay away from me. Plus one ten to the over, minus one thirty to the under. Sure, a lot of goals could be scored, but I don't see. I can also see Tampa shutting them down. So I would lean Tampa. Last game tonight: Dallas is in San Jose to play the Sharks. Dallas minus one fifty five on the money line. The home Sharks plus one thirty five. Total here is six. You got to lean towards Dallas. That's where the money's going, from what I can see. Ninety percent of the bets, ninety percent of the money uh, is on Dallas, and a little more evenly split, more around sixty percent of the bets, six percent of the money when I'm going to FanDuel. But Dallas is a better team, minus one fifty five. It's probably a fair price. Although a little steep to pick for a road team. So I'm heavily leaning on the Avs, plus 135 in the money line. And, and I'm pretty sure I'll be taking the Pens at minus 110 on the money line. So a lot of basketball, some hockey in the end. Hopefully everybody enjoyed the show. Um, like I said before, please go to your podcast provider and rate and review. Would love to hear any feedback. But before I go, I want to quickly remind you about our buddies at Manscaped. If you go to manscaped.com, when you sign up, use the code HoopBall20, that's HoopBall20, get 20% off your order and free shipping. Um, and also check out our buddies at MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag, use the code HoopBall when you sign up, and you will unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hopefully some angles you like, uh, some picks you make, some money you make, and we will chat with you tomorrow. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.